Hey everyone, this is Rizzly Bears, and you're listening to the Camp League Fantasy Football Podcast. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Camp League Fantasy Football Podcast. Tonight we are all ad-libbing tonight as we enter the first week of playoffs, and we've got a special episode as we've got Ben, Brandon, and Tyler all joining the podcast in studio tonight. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Hey, good to be with all of you guys. It's like the dream team from the past is assembled. Tyler is back, uh, or the original co-host, kind of a special night. So excited to be a part of it with you guys. Love going to be shooting from the hip tonight. We're going to be taking some hot topic questions and you're going to be getting some straight honest answers yeah i can't tell you guys how excited i am to be back after the last four or five week free fall i've had i need every bit of pod podcast blessing i can get tyler you initially sent the text right after the the week a couple days ago um are you trying to get ahead of this and trying to get the podcast perk going into your first playoff week one matchup that is absolutely. I texted you Sunday afternoon and I said, Dibs on being the podcast guest this week because it's been horrendous. The pod, I need the podcast blessing, and that's what I call it because it truly is a blessing. Well, Tyler, we are, we are honored to have you join tonight. Um, I don't know where you guys want to start off, but Tyler, we're going to start with you. Um, you know, going into this week, you do have a pretty tough matchup here, and Rumor has it that you've been on a on a little bit of a slide here on offense. I know Dan's been kind of poking poking fun at you. Do you have any words for Ranger Danger? Well, I got three numbers. Let's see if you can figure out what they mean. <clears throat> 225, 11, and 15. 225, 11, and 15. Well, I know the first one, I think... Ben or Brandon, do you have any guesses for the second and third numbers? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, 225, it's got to be the, the Tyler's scoring record, I, I would imagine. I'm really stumped on the last two, though. Well, you guys got the first one. Brandon, do you have any guesses on the second legs of this deal? Uh, what was the last number? 15. Um, points scored by your kicker the last two weeks? I don't think it was that high. Oh. oh, you guys are right. Two twenty-five is the number of points I hung on Ranger Danger in a record-setting performance in Week Nine. Eleven is the number of points I beat Dan by for the highest score for the regular season. Ah, oh, I should have known that. And fifteen dollars is how much money Dan didn't win because he couldn't beat me. <laughs> I did think of the fifteen as as something money-wise, but uh, I I didn't I didn't say that, so I can't take points on that. So. So, yeah, that's all I had for Dan, except, I don't know, I, I hope I can win this week. I've been playing like garbage, and my matchups this week are not good. And we know Matt, Matt and the Cleveland Browns can really score if they need to. So, he was high in the standings for points as well. Now, Tyler, it is interesting that we're bringing up, uh, you know, a response to Dan. Uh, on said text thread, Dan uh, offer, uh, outright said that you are the GOAT. And so I, I've just got kind of a two-part question here. First, I mean, do you have any sort of response to his words of kindness to you? And then how do you think that uh, calling you the GOAT has any implications for Darren? Any drama there? 
you know, I think he's setting me up. I think what he's doing is he's trying to build me up, try and get my, <laughs> you know, get my confidence up just so he can wipe me off the map and obliterate me. And speaking of the GOAT, I was happy for him that he made the playoffs, kind of. But I do not want him to win the championship again. So I was really hoping he'd miss out entirely. Tyler, when you look at your side of the bracket, obviously we talked about your first round matchup with Matt. You're also sitting on the same side as Darren and Brandon. But on your side, which team of those three do you fear the most? Well, from a tradition standpoint, the GOAT. Because... He's like the Yankees. He's always there. Um, you know, Brandon's got some stud running backs. Trevor Lawrence is playing well. Derek Carr's pretty good sometimes. Got a great kicker. Week. He's got more. He's got more wide receivers than he knows what to do with, and he has Evan Ingram. Thanks, Ben. Also, you should be thanking Ben for your Patriots defense, number one defense. Oh. Well, I was thinking Ben Ingolstadt for Brandon having Evan Ingram, but I am—I do go back because the last sticking point on the trade I made with Ben was he agreed to give me the Patriots defense, and I did a few things right at the end. I was trying to get the Ravens defense off him, and he wouldn't budge, and I'm glad he didn't, but I guess he would have been better off giving me the Ravens and keeping the Patriots, but I'll take the luck. Yeah, I was thinking back on that trade, and I, I thought would would have not going through with that trade had any difference in my season, and I don't think it would have. Partially, no. half the people, in fact, I'll bet eighty percent of the people in those trades were injured for long periods of time. So I don't know that it would have mattered either way. Darren Waller never did play a game for me, I don't think. And Jamar Chase has been out for five weeks. Mixon and Joe Mixon out for a few. Brandon, question for you. You did have a, a pickup of the week with Evan Ingram uh, last week who scored a whopping, let me check here, 34.7 points. Um, so shout out to you for pickup of the week. You do have Dallas Goddard who is still in your IR, which is totally legal. You can totally keep him there. But he is projected for 8.9 points. Brandon, do you feel that you have a tight end starting position problem? Yeah, definitely. I was looking at it. <clears throat> been kind of looking at it the last half hour um trying to see what that's gonna how that's gonna shake out i mean yeah i, I think it was kind of a. yeah i mean that was a ridiculous week for evan ingram and let it be known came up before even consulting my brother so uh, that was all uh on my own i had a phone conversation with him about 15 afterwards and he goes yeah i don't know he's projected pretty high and he, he wasn't even that high on him himself so but um yeah still on the ir designation uh they're hopefully going to clear that up maybe friday and we'll just have to look at the matchups but yeah it's scary going against the goat um as far as a two seed matchup i mean this is kind of one that you don't want to go against but when you're looking at Darren's team, Brandon, which player would do you think do you fear the most of going off? Tony Pollard against Jacksonville. Are I, you are, are you a little are you a little concerned about his current uh, quarterback position with the pickup of Aaron Rodgers? 
Um, to me, it's a 50-50 thing. Uh, I think I heard once that if the Vikings win and clinch the playoff spot, there's a possibility of benching Aaron for Monday night. Ooh. And so that's, uh, that's why for me, I'm really hoping for that scenario. <laughs> Big so Vikings thing. So what you're saying is, is well, I suppose no one could. I mean, technically someone could go pick up Jordan Love and steal him off the waivers. Um, you know, just in case, because he'd be kind of screwed for that spot. Right. So, um, I don't know. I've been rolling with the team that I, that I've kind of drafted all year. I mean, I've had a few plug and plays, but most of it's been, most of them has been draft picks and that way, that way it lands on me. Uh, I'm not thrilled about Derek Carr's matchup this week. I'm not really thrilled about his matchup any week, (laughs) but, um, yeah, that's that's gonna have we're gonna have to have a heart to heart with Derek and see how he's feeling going into the weekend because uh, going up against a stout New England defense that's it's a scary matchup. But playing at home tradition uh, traditionally does better there, and uh, he's found Devonte Adams. Darren Waller comes back too, and uh, Jacob pressure off of him, but hopefully he can get some bombs. Ben, this is your third time not making the playoffs in the last 11 seasons. When you look back at your regular season and your draft strategy, where do you think you went wrong? Yeah, you know, I thought I could uh, end up with some more bargain bids than than I thought. And, it, and I mean, it, it, it kind of worked. I, I got Jamar Chase for a bargain. I did trade him away. I just never ended up with a strong running back. I had, I had Damian Pierce, who was a top 15 back. But I had to take him off the waivers like week three or four, and he really didn't score a lot of touchdowns. And so he was literally my only running back. And so I think uh, I think I ended up getting hurt there. I also didn't have a strong second quarterback. Kyler Murray was very inconsistent all year. And so usually uh, when I'm on, I've got at least one strong running back and two quarterbacks. And I've usually filled in the receiver spot. Or this year I had strong receivers and not much else. So... You know, not making the playoffs, it, it, it kind of feels like, you know, coming off a Super Bowl win, it feels like when you strike it rich on in between and you get 50 big ones and then the next game around you lose 250, that's kind of what it feels like right now. <laughs> Maybe Tyler can attest to that. I don't know. But. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, how do, you, how do you think Corey's feeling right now as this is his first non-playoff appearance in the last 11 years. Yeah, I don't know. That would be tough. I noticed he took a, a humble brag in the chat text the other day about not knowing the rules of non-playoff contenders. Um, but the good news is, across the street, he's got Brother Ben, and they can have a picnic or something to uh, celebrate their lack of playoff appearance this season. Well, it's going to be fun here to to open the playoffs. Uh, I'm really excited this week, not because I'm just the number one seed, although I do think all eyes are on me. Um, But if we look at the matchups down here, Ben, we're going to start with you. Uh, We're going to look at the matchup between Ranger Danger and Red Zone, the four seed versus the five seed. Yeah, we've got a a repeat of the brother-in-law bowl. That's kind of a big deal. I did notice Red Zone won the previous matchup that they had. However, in this matchup, I'm going to go with Ranger Danger getting back on the train. A couple reasons for that. Mahomes is going against the Houston defense, which is really weak. 
Adams has been on a hot streak, and they're playing a suspect New England secondary with some injuries. And I also don't like some of the matchups that Red Zone has with Daniel Jones going against a strong Washington defense and Tyreek going against Buffalo. Also, Tom Brady has been an absolute train wreck the last couple of weeks. I just don't have any confidence in him going into this. So it's not that Vaughn has a bad team. It's just that he's had some some tough outings from some players that should be producing for him. So I'm going Ranger Danger in this matchup. Ben, do you see uh, – I don't know if you saw the forecast for Buffalo on Saturday. I did text a picture to Tyler. They are projected to get 7 to 10 inches of snow. Do you think – I mean, here's a question for you. Would you ever bench a quarterback like Tua in case of bad weather? Ooh. You might have to play that game a little bit. If he had to pick somebody up, though, it might be might be a tough pickup. So, yeah, I know Tua's a little skittish right now, too. So, yeah, Vaughn is kind of unfortunately uh, in the hurt bag, not from any, anything of his doing. Tyler, what do you see in this matchup between Ranger Danger and Red Zone? <clears throat> I like Dan's team uh, this week. Patrick Mahomes is on fire. He's a stud. He doesn't even got to look at where he's throwing the ball. Uh, Saquon Barkley, I, like you said, I mean, I think I think Barkley could find some success success running that Daniel Jones won't find passing. Um, Odenjoku is set to probably get some points. He's been a top tight end for the last – when he's been healthy, he's been good to go. Adams is on fire. Tua, I don't know. I'm assuming he's got smaller hands and a winter climate. might be kind of tough for him. Um, I'm in the same boat with Josh Allen – playing in Buffalo on Saturday, but you got to run your guys out there. They've been studs all year. They'll figure it out, right? Brandon, do you see anything different in this matchup? Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones. Division game, playoffs on the line, kind of a make-or-break game for him right here. Um, I think I take the points here. Team Cavley actually wins outright right here. Wow. Um, that also being Keenan Allen's going to have a game. And I know that because I'm going against Justin Herbert. So uh, he doesn't absorb all of them. I'm hoping Austin Eckler still gets some, but I think Keenan Allen has a big game against Tennessee. So even though Tennessee is currently ranked the worst fantasy football pass defense, do you think Vaughn is risking it too much by keeping currently Nick Chubb on his bench? That's a that's just a predicament that I wish I could have. <laughs> um, uh, videos that, like that you've been seeing of like Chubb's workout videos, like off season wise, like that. I don't know if there's an ounce of fat on this guy, and he's just he just came out this season swinging and wanted to prove that why, why he's number one in the backfield there in Cleveland. And honestly, um, there's a, there's a half tempting, you know, inkling to bench Brady, put Chubb in there. Yep. Really bench the quarterback. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I think you'd have to look at your matchups there, but if, uh, who does Chubb play actually? Baltimore. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Home against Baltimore. So he's home against Baltimore. Yeah, I don't know. That's something that 
I'd maybe look into a little bit, kind of read some local, some local beat writers. Uh, I don't know if there's a, if there is maybe a spot to swap out, it'd probably be Nick Chubb for Tom Brady. Can I jump in quick? Yeah. Red zone is really, he's got some depth here. I mean, you got Brandon Ayuk, who's been playing well with the loss of Debo Samuel. He could put up some good numbers also. Um, the Bills defense and the Niners defense. How do you, those are tough choices. I, I, I would maybe even go with the Bills defense knowing that it's going to be potentially a sloppy game. Yeah, I definitely would. Uh, Niners defense on a short week versus Seattle coming off a loss. Yeah, the Bills defense would probably be a good choice. Tyler, let's do whatever, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want, Vaughn. <laughs> Tyler, we're going to jump over to you here. We're going to jump over to the 2-7 matchup between No Punt Intended and the GOAT. Uh, help us break down this matchup for us. Okay. I can do that. Uh, like I said, Brandon's running backs, Derek Henry, Austin Eckler, phenomenal. And they're playing against each other today, so I'm sure Brandon will be nestled in front of the TV at 325. <laughs> um, Dalvin. Yeah, Brandon's got the edge at running backs. Um, Darren's probably got the edge at quarterback uh, with the question mark of Rogers playing Monday night. And the trouble with that is you might not know who's playing starting the game until Monday night. You know, that's a risk if you wait and find out Rogers isn't playing. Um, Brandon overall from top to bottom, I think he's, he's definitely got the upper hand. Darren's got a great match for the chiefs defense playing against Houston so I do think Brandon will win though Ben do you see anything differently other than from Tyler's standpoint I agree I think I mean I agree on the first part Brandon I think is a better team overall in fact Brandon won the last two previous matchups against the GOAT fairly handedly Uh, however this is my upset pick I am going with the GOAT, I, uh, and, and really my upset is based on Rodgers playing. So if Rodgers plays, I see that being good. I get a little nervous with a couple of the Jacksonville players on Brandon's team going against Dallas, which we saw what that defense is capable of doing. And honestly, it's just hard to beat a team three times. Unless you're me, I'm planning on beating Corey three times to take the toilet bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Brandon, are you afraid at all of your matchups? I mean, when you look at the your opponent rank and your opponent matchups, you see a lot of red. Yeah. Are, are you worried about that? Yeah, that was a that's kind of my big thing for this week is I just have terrible matchups this week. Like points, like points allowed, and Darren does have a lot of favorable matchups this week. Um, the one the one thing when you look at these stats breakdowns though, is I typically score higher than my projected uh, average typically scores lower than his projected average so um so hopefully that kind of holds true here um i think he's only projected for a few tenths of a point more than me it's about a 50 50 but to go he wins so many championships and um luck whatever you have it it seems to favor him so uh hopefully my team brings their best i will i'll go ahead and I will say, I will guarantee Garrett Wilson 
who's on Darren's bench, will outscore DK Metcalf this week, who is currently in Darren's starting receiver category. DK is playing against San Francisco, whose defense is just killer right now. And Garrett Wilson is playing against Detroit, who's been giving up a 1,000 points a game. I agree. I saw that too, and I, I would agree with you. Um, Garrett Wilson needs to be in a starting lineup, especially when they're playing uh, at home against Detroit. Brandon, we'll start with you. We're going to jump over here to the 3-6 matchup between Touchdown Crew and the Cleveland Browns. Help us break down this matchup. Bunch of heavy hitters here. Uh, Tyler's position, average position rank took just a plummet, but uh, it's a lot of that is kind of skewed because of his injuries. Um, and man, this this one I could flip a coin. I, I honestly, I honestly think this is just a flip of a coin game here. Um, there's kind of, they can exchange blows back and forth as far as quarterbacks. Um, like you say, it is very, um, it's very interesting having the weather situation out East. Um, Mike White is unproven. However, he seems to be putting up fantasy points and that's all we're concerned about. And, but Gino, uh, yes, it, it's tough. Uh, division gaming but he does get to be at home I think that helps him um man I I think takes this just barely edges this one out they've been splitting the standings and he'll edge this one out Ben what do you see in this one yeah these two teams split their matchups earlier this uh, season both by kind of wide margins of 30 plus points Matt did take the most recent one but uh, again due to Tyler's injuries I think Tyler's getting healthy at the right time. Jamar Chase is back, and I think he's going to be locked in, especially with some injuries at receiver and at the Bengals. I'm okay with Allen in cold weather. It's it's going to be fine. Uh, interesting matchup with the, his Patriots defense going against their uh, one of their former offensive coaches in a Josh McDaniels. I think they'll be extra motivated there. And so I'm thinking TK is going to strap on his lucky big poppies and take the win. <laughs> Tyler... <clears throat> You look at the reg. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> He's wearing them right now. Uh, I was. Shout out to Corey for the big poppies. Um, oh. Tyler, I, I just have to point this out because I did text you this originally today. Uh, you were the league's highest scorer for, for most yeah. points. You were also the team that gave up the most points. Um, you are also... One and seven in your last eight head-to-head matchups. The one win, obviously, coming in week nine against Ranger Danger. How do you see yourself winning in this matchup when you haven't won a head-to-head matchup, I mean, really since week nine? Um, Podcast blessing. (laughs) Uh, I like that um, Josh Allen, I feel like, he may end up with more rushing yards than normal just because he doesn't want to throw in those conditions. Uh, and I'm going against Stefan Diggs. So um, if the passing game is no not there, Diggs is going to suffer just as Allen is. Uh, Mixon and Chase are finally healthy, which is why I think I do actually stand a chance here. Uh, I'm going to get smoked at tight end. Uh, he's got Mark Andrews, who's getting healthier, I think. Uh, my tight end, 
heard of till I picked him up last night. Um, Pacheco, I picked him up. The Chiefs running back. He's playing in Houston, so hopefully he'll get some touches. If it turns into a blowout, he'll probably still be getting a few carries. So um, I'm nervous about Geno Smith and San Fran, but the Patriots defense will score me some serious points. Um, it's interesting, though. I added the Steelers defense probably three weeks ago, specifically for their matchup against Carolina this week. And I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna play them. I think I'll stick with the Patriots. They're the number one scoring defense in the league. So stick with them. I think I'll win by a few. It'll be it'll be a really good game. I think. If Watson does, you know, play with Aaron Rodgers, would you? Would you feel? I mean, I guess you technically don't know this, but because P- Pacheco plays at noon. But if that's uh, assuming today Rodgers plays, would you switch out Watson for Pacheco? I don't think so. Um, I love Watson. What he's doing, obviously. I feel like he's very touchdown dependent and he's been getting tons of touchdowns, but if he goes without a touchdown, he's only going to be scoring, you know, a few points. So Ben, what do you see in this matchup? Of TK. Yeah. Did I ask you that already? Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. He's strapping on the big poppies. That, oh, that's right. Sorry. He got distracted thinking about it. When I don't have paper to write on, I don't, I can't take notes. And so this is raw. I, I have nothing. I honestly, th- honestly, this is what happened. I came home tonight and I'm standing in the kitchen and Kaylee goes, do you have a podcast tonight? And I was like, oh my word, I forgot it was Wednesday. So just a little bit out of sorts tonight. Um, but this is kind of fun. Just kind of going by the, flying by the seat of my pants here. Um, here's a question for you, Tyler. No, there's not much to the seat of the pants and the puppies. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was not my question. But looking at Matt's roster, would you rather have Lamar Jackson in for either Mike White or Dak Prescott? Or are you glad to see Lamar Jackson? Obviously not glad to see him hurt, but glad to see him not playing on Saturday. Um, I mean, yeah. Mike White is playing pretty well he's got the Jets have a good offense and they're again they're playing against Detroit uh, I don't know what the weather's like in New York for Sunday but yeah I mean I'd rather see Mike White I think that's better for me than if Lamar was playing but I don't know it's tough to tell I think Mike White is pretty solid I think I'm starting him in one of, in my dynasty league playoffs this week because he's been playing pretty good, and none of my other quarterbacks are very good. So, okay. Um, Ross St. Brown. I think Matt and I were the two guys who were bidding up on him in the draft, and I really wanted him, and he he outbid me. So I hope that doesn't come back to bite me. Well, hopefully, what doesn't come back to bite me is me dropping Dak Prescott for Justin Fields. I want you guys' thoughts on that. I, I got Ranger Danger's thoughts, and he wasn't too fond of it. Um. But Ben, can you help us break down our my matchup versus Stafford infection? We got the one versus the eight. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, this will be an interesting one. So Stafford infection did win the only matchup this year, and so uh, honestly, Jeff, I do like your Fields pickup. I do think Dallas can get a little run heavy, and whereas Fields is kind of a primary running option for the Bears, hopefully he's uh, had some time to heal up so that he's not uh, hesitant or they don't change their play calling there. But I think your Fields matchup with Hertz 
is just really dynamic. Also, the Broncos D going against Arizona with a backup quarterback this week. Uh, it, it It's going to be you taking the victory. I do have a question for you, though, as you head into this postseason with the number one seed, the target on your back, all the confidence in the world. Uh, you know, I know you talked about feeling a little bit of pressure, but I'm just curious for our listeners, deep down inside, do you kind of just think you have it like this is your year? Honestly, I do feel like it's my year because I, I feel like I've just made some really good pickups. And historically, I've just been kind of selfish in not wanting to drop players that I that I was proud to draft. And I think maybe we can maybe kind of all feel this way of maybe just keeping, you know, keeping what we've done, because let's let's say, for example, we spent a lot of money on a player, but he's just not performing. Like, do we have the guts to drop him for a for a player who we are just kind of maybe a no name on who who is performing? And so I've I've I have changed my mindset a little bit of saying, you know what, I, I, I know Justin Fields plays against Philly, who is the number one defense against quarterbacks. But in week two in playoffs, assuming I win, Dak would go up against him, and we know what Dak's ceiling is, at least for this season. So I do feel like it's my year, though. Brandon, would you oppose, would you Would you go against Ben's thoughts on my matchup this week against Sam? <clears throat> I I mean, you're projected for almost 150. Like, the if, if even they score... I mean, they just have to score seventy five percent of what you're projecting, and you should win this. Um, I was a little nervous about the Justin Fields one, though. Um, I I don't I don't know. I just get worried about one because he hurt a throwing shoulder, and that's what really scares me, especially for a running quarterback. Um, but it doesn't I mean still? I mean, with Jalen Hurts, I mean, you're. Jalen Hurts can score enough for both quarterbacks. Um, I, I the quarterback dropping though Dak, like you say, knowing the ceiling and stuff, um, and the Cowboys receiving core is a little banged up. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, you've been you're you're kind of in the best position to do it. I mean, as far as a backup, um, as far as quarterback position goes, it's like I. I should have. I could have spent more time doing it on mine because I would be the other one that should should have probably taken that into more of like more of an account for my team. But um, I didn't spend the time and the research on it. Uh, I hope. Um, I, I don't want you to lose based on an injury, though. I you know I, I'd rather. That's the other thing. I don't want somebody to lose like uh, somebody to lose a game because a person in the first quarter and that was sure. it. You know. Like that's, that's just not fun, but um, I, I do think you should win this one pretty handily. And uh, yeah, I, I think you're, you're the ball's rolling, Jeff, just stay out of your own way and let it do its work. That's what I'm worried about. I know maybe have a wide receiver conundrum and a running back conundrum. I used to just, just have one running back conundrum, but I am nervous about starting Camara. Um, Tyler, do I have my matchup? starting spots correct or do something different uh, you know you could throw Aaron Jones in there for Kamara uh, he's Jones has been sort of inconsistent this year as well Kamara hasn't scored more than five points in four weeks I know that's four weeks yeah I don't know I would probably throw Jones in there but what do I know I'm not the number one seed <laughs> 
You did score the most points, though, so technically you know what you're doing. Yeah, that's true. So uh, I want to get your thoughts, Tyler, on my Justin Fields pickup. I think it's brilliant. Um, Like you said, Dak has to turn around and play Philly the next week anyhow. Um, With your first-round matchup, having that first-round bye, you can afford to possibly give up a few points this week for Fields in Philly. But you might not have to because, okay, his shoulder throwing shoulder might be banged up, but his running shoulders are just fine. I mean, he's scoring at least one rush touchdown every week for like the last eight, nine weeks. Yeah, it's been great. The thing about Sam's team, though, he might score 80 points in a week, but he's also got some dudes that can score 30 any given time, too. So your game could turn into a shootout or it could be a snoozer, but I think you'll pull it out either way. Yeah, you look at uh, you look at last week. Sam put up one twenty six. The week before, he he beat Brandon, scoring ninety five. And then he went up and put up one fifty four against Dan. But then the week prior, went up and dropped ninety nine. So he is very he, he fluctuates for a lot. Yeah. Uh, Miles Sanders are- is up and down. T Higgins with Jamar Chase being back and Mixon being back. That's tough on Higgins. Uh, Deshaun Watson tough to tell but we know how good he was and we know how good jonathan taylor was last year and the vikings are using hawk quite a bit in the passing game so yeah i'm surprised sam is starting vikings defense again only uh only scoring negative one points last week so hopefully i pull out a win this week um tyler start us out here i know this really doesn't matter but to ben and Corey it does help us break down the toilet bowl matchup week one Ben versus Corey. Well, it may, might not matter to a lot of people, but I mean, to me, it matters because I've been a part of this game too many times lately. So my heart is still there. Um, Joe Burrow, stud. Jared Goff, I don't know. I think that I haven't, I hadn't looked at it. I'm going to be honest with you. So I'm just looking at it now for the first time, but <laughs> uh, Corey should destroy him. McCree, Jefferson, Kittle, has he been. What's he been doing this year? The tight ends. This, does anyone else have a problem with tight ends here besides Brandon? I, my, my one got hurt. Yeah, but Jeff has the best tight end. And after that, even Mark Andrews hasn't done much lately. So Travis Kelsey has the fifth most receiving yards in the entire NFL. Yeah. That's how high he is. Here, I'm going to go look at something here. Um, ask somebody else who's going to win, and then I'll tell you my stat in a little bit here. Yeah, Brandon, break us down. We're going to leave this this one last for Ben. So, Brandon, help help us out here. Christian Kirk goes off this week on Dallas. Ben wins this one big. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ben, you got to you gotta give me a little shout-out here. I did tell you to put Christian Kirk in, and he did outscore Amari Cooper yep. and D.D. Lamb. Oh, yeah, what, seven points to five points? <laughs> hey, <laughs> Points are points, Ben. <laughs> Every point, man. All right, Ben. Uh, help us break down the toilet bow matchup here. I know you've got Corey three weeks in a row. Um, but just, just talk us through here. What do you see? You know, I honestly haven't even looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
mostly because, you know, I, I, I just feel like I'm too banged up. Got way too many injuries. Damian Pierce is doubtful. Kyler just hit the IR. Uh, I've got more injured players on my bench than available players, I think. So, uh, yeah, just a unfortunate series of events. And, uh, I think, uh, I think, uh, I think I swirled to the bottom of the bowl this year. Ben, the, the upside could be that Greg Dolchich goes up against the worst tight end pass defense this week with Arizona, and he's still projected for only 6.7 points. So hopefully Dolchich comes through and carries you on. Um, you know, he has scoring, he scored double digits three times this year, but I'm just not sure that's going to be enough. Uh, Corey's team does have just some very elite players. Um, I'm, I am surprised Corey didn't make playoffs. Um, yeah, I know I haven't really said any input on, on the matchups this week, but I do, I would lean Corey in on this, at least during this week. So Tyler, have you found the stat that you have been looking for? Yeah, I just texted it to you. Other hosts. Um, I'm looking at tight end total points for the season. Travis Kelsey leads tight ends with 223 points in second place is Mark Andrews with 131 um, Travis Kelsey has twice as many points as the fourth place tight end, and he's destroying the second and third place tight ends. Also, you made a great draft pick with Travis Kelsey. Yeah, this is, I, yeah. This is literally one of the best stats I've ever seen. This is this shows how atrocious the tight end position has been this year. So hard. I mean, T- Taysom Hill is fifth. And he had one big week, and I think he's hit double digits one other time. Probably the same with Evan Ingram, too. Those two guys are in fourth and fifth because they hit, like, 38 points once. It only takes once. I don't know. It's pretty bad. I mean, you get down to the 12th place tight end. has one-third. He has 82 points as compared to Travis Kelsey's 223. Yeah, that is pretty bad. I'm going to look something up here, too. I am curious. You did say that Jason Hill is the fifth overall tight end. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Do you want to know what's crazy? Yes. You, take, a, take a guess at how many reception yards Jason Hill has this season. Four. 35. No, he had 35 last week. It's not. It's 60. Ben, do you have a guess? Uh, we'll go with 120. Taysom Hill, he's the fifth overall tight end, and he has 66 reception yards this season. That's... Huh. Nine catches, 66 yards. 66 yards. He's got two receiving touchdowns. Obviously, he gets rushing touchdowns, too. Um, he does have quite a few rushing yards. Not, not a ton, but... Um, he does have some, so yeah. Hey Jeff, I have a off the cuff question for you here. Yeah. Did you put all the South Dakota guys on one side of the bracket just so it just decimates our chance of hosting the draft next year? Strategically, I did do that. Yes, I knew it. So no. I did. I did double check the dashboard. I went back today and I did double check just to make sure because you guys obviously have a lot of trust and faith in me. Um, I could easily ski the data one way or another, but um, I did double check it and it was correct. So <clears throat> all is well. 
Do you guys have any uh, last thoughts or comments tonight? I don't want to end it because I know we don't have show notes, but I mean, what what do you guys have? What other what other thoughts or comments before we end tonight's show? It's been discussed. I know we mentioned it to some of you guys though. If the South Dakota boys win the Super Bowl, the fantasy playoff Super Bowl, we will host the draft next year. Whereas if any of you seven other guys win, we'll have it in Moorhead like we typically do. That would be fun. Does that mean? Would we still golf? be able to golf? Oh, we can still golf. We have golf courses here too. We don't oh. just have, not just pastures. We have courses too. You may have to take two rounds on them in order to get eighteen, but there's still a golf course. That'd be nice. Just a thought. Something we can talk about sometime. But Ben, were you going to say something? Well, yeah, I was asking. Is that where does that where does that mean we golf? That we were asking the same question. Probably Hendrix. That was my guess. Which is about five miles from Darren's or Brandon's house. So, which five is, from five from Darren's, five and a half from mine. Which is in what state again? We'll go to White. That's in South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were saying we we're going to do it in South Dakota, but I don't. I, I don't know if there's a Hendrix, South Dakota. Well, there's a there's a Lake Hendrix, much. South Dakota. That's true. Okay. Okay. I just just, just wanted to fact check. The clubhouse you. is one hundred yards into Minnesota. Okay. That's- Maybe. In Minnesota. So. All right. Well, thank you guys. Um, this was fun. I, I probably shouldn't have. I shouldn't probably put so much work into the into the show notes. Um, I know Corey likes to joke with me that it only takes me five minutes. It does take me more than five minutes now. Um, but thank you guys for everything you've done this season. I'm excited for the playoffs. Ben, sorry you didn't make playoffs this year, but hopefully next year. Um. And good luck to all of your matchups this week, and we will see you guys next week.